Hi there, hello there. This is the Who Gives a Fit podcast, and I'm Sam, founder and coach for Who Gives a Fit. Our goal is to help women become stronger and more confident through fitness, nutrition, and a little bit of tough love. First things first, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe and leave a review if you love this content and you want to learn more. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, and leave a comment with your favorite part of this episode. You can also find us on Instagram, where we put out daily tips and inspo at who gives a fit. I'm so looking forward to hearing from you. In today's episode, the first ever episode, I'm with my good friend Marissa, and we're talking all things WW, formerly known as Weight Watchers. We talk about the pros and cons of their system, as well as how it impacts different people in different phases of their journey. I'm going to tell you right now, there are a couple red flags for me in their system, so this is going to be really important if you've ever considered joining Weight Watchers or if you're currently on Weight Watchers. In addition to that, we cover what long-term weight loss looks like as far as habits and the mental shift that needs to take place in order for you to stay there and so much more. There's going to be truth bombs in this. There's going to be educational bombs in this. It's going to be super fun and super educational. So make sure you continue listening. I just want to have a little preface in here like Anything that helps people lose weight is great. That's wonderful. You know, Weight Watchers helped you lose 40 pounds. That's awesome. And I'm happy to hear about it. And if it's something that people think they can do long term, that's great. I'm happy that they found that for themselves. But I've spoken to enough people and coached enough people at this point that I've tried Weight Watchers and then gain the weight back or get stuck that it's kind of a red flag to me that something's not right. And that's kind of why I asked you to come on here because you were the first person that brought it up to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just kind of have heard it more and more since talking to you about it. And it frustrates me that they don't teach the appropriate way to come out of a diet or how to distinguish the nutrients that are in foods and how they impact your goal, um, which are both really important factors for sustainable change. So that's why we're here now. (laughs) I'm not here to dig on Weight Watchers alone. This is not a rag on Weight Watchers by any means. (laughs) Like I said, it served its purpose. Absolutely. For sure. It got you started, but then it got to a point where it wasn't really working anymore. And I think that's what are a lot of people I've talked to are starting to see. Um, You hit a ceiling with it. Yeah. yeah. I downloaded uh, Weight Watchers yesterday. Doing a little recon. (laughs) Yeah. I was, let's just say I was shooketh. It's wild, huh? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. (laughs) I was like, I need to like, no, because I saw some, I talked to somebody the other day, which I just signed somebody else on who was like, I've tried Weight Watchers and not working anymore. And so I was like, I got to see what, what's going on here. Um, so I like took their quiz and, um, they told me that, so I'm on like the purple plan and this plan, you don't have to track 
fruit, like you said. I remember you saying that. Um, protein doesn't count as anything either. Um, and then also whole grain pasta does not count as anything. So I could eat all the pasta I want. With all, you could have the biggest bowl of whole grain pasta and chicken and shrimp. Doesn't count towards anything. It's like free food. Yeah. I was like, well, when I got the results, I was like, how come I only have 16 points? What am I going to do with that? And then I realized that 90% of what I would eat <laughs> does not count. So yeah. uh, I was a little, a little shook by that. You know, I, I've been thinking about the journey and the Weight Watchers part of it. So, and you know, for me, I did something I've struggled with my entire life. And I was, I did South Beach in college and dropped 40 pounds, um, was also smoking a pack a day and, and not really living the oh. healthiest lifestyle. <laughs> I don't know if it was South Beach or the, you know, being stupid in 20, but um, so it's, it's always been something you look for the quick fix. You look for what the fat is, you you know, before Instagram, uh, it's what was on the news or whatever people were talking about. But when, when I had Char, I, I had, I was the, the heaviest I had ever been in my life and, and you know, uncomfortable, didn't feel right in my skin heavy. I mean, you were, you were there the whole time you saw me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Weight Watchers seemed like the right option and I, I believe as different as it is for macros now, knowing what I know now and how food works together and everything you've taught me, I think Weight Watchers had a place because I was also coming from a person who, who knew nothing about portion control, it, it healthy eating, you know, trying to track something going in your body. But they they jump the shark the minute the free points were introduced, which for me I think was right around like 2017. Because I was on it for three years. Mm-hmm. I I lost 40 pounds over those three years. That's great. It it was great. And then I was stuck for two years not didn't move because that's frustrating i was eating a bowl of grapes every night and it was free food (laughs) and shoving a full chicken press down my (laughs) dog didn't matter yeah i mean what happened at the beginning of weight watchers like were you thinking it was going to be a long-term thing you know in the back of my mind i was a new mom I was still breastfeeding and wanted to be healthy. And I, I was also uh, older when I became a mom. So there's the, the women that are in the Weight Watchers commercials. There's a reason they do a very nice job with the marketing, right? So it's like, oh, this I'm now in mom life. And this is the program for me. Like I just, I had succumbed to being in my 30s and settled and felt like this was the responsible choice because it worked with a, a bank account of, of calories, if you will. And I was like, 
app. It'd be great. And it worked. I dropped like 10 pounds the first month. I thought it was amazing. And um, I never uh, was, it, it was all or nothing diets prior to this. And, and that is not sustainable. You know, I love it when you talk about like donuts are food, just make sure you put it in, you know, measurement with everything else in your life. But yes, you can have that donut and enjoy it and don't deprive yourself of that. So it was the first step in the change, in the journey where I learned that I could have a slice of cheesecake and it'd be okay. I don't have to shame myself the next day for falling off the wagon and, you know, cheating like that. So that, that took time and practice and the diligence and the, the attention to reading the labels, which I had never really done before, because again, it was all or nothing. It was like, eat this mound of meat and nuts or you're, you're not, it's not going to work. So, but what I didn't know then was how, what the numbers actually meant because I was using their, their algorithm, their point system. And that, that was great for me. I think for somebody that knows nothing and they're just starting, like it definitely serves a place. Um, but it's, it's wild to think, you know, what that was like. I, I was Bambi walking into the dieting scene going, okay, show me what to do. <laughs> so what, what was the, I know you had your, your time when you were kind of stuck for two years, what made you decide to switch over to macro tracking? Honestly, watching you love food and eat food <laughs> all those years, there was a part of me that's like, she's on to something. Um, I I want what she's having. How do I literally do all of that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do how do I do this? And and I had just um it was, it's about a year ago, we really started talking about it. And I started learning from you about it with the coaching. And um, I now work in food. Like we, I came home from a photo shoot today, which was amazing. And sometimes there's leftovers. And I brought a nice, you know, flat of pastrami and two loaves of bread home for the family. So it wasn't planned, but we had pastrami sandwiches and I made it work in my macros. And feel great about it because it was delicious. <laughs> That's great. Well, how, how much have you lost since switching over? So, um, I have lost, I lost 25 pounds this past year. Nice. Yeah. And I, I got below wedding weight, um, which it will be 10 years ago in May. So that's, wow. that, yeah, that was, that was big. Um, but um, what I've also am excited, not, I gained 10 of it back because I enjoyed life the past couple of months and yeah. needed to take vacation mode. Um, still was able to maintain, still worked out uh, five, six days a week for sanity and just to move and do all, like I crave working out now. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't, uh, feel that bad about gaining the weight because now I'm off vacation mode. I'm tracking again. And I know 
what to do to get back to where I was and get back on track. But it's not a shift of this, oh, I failed. Now I have to start this. I'm starting Monday, you know. <laughs> That's it's different now. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm sure you realize that just having that base knowledge of what foods are what helped you not completely rebound back to gaining 25 pounds back when you took a little break. So, yeah. And, and it, I might've been a little longer than a little break. Like I think I took like <laughs> October through yesterday off. So it, it was, you know, a good solid yeah. holiday season of, you know, we're all going through it. I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't judge. <laughs> we all need a break sometimes. Right behind me, you know, where you, you, you get it done. You get it done. Yeah. But like you had an idea of what you were eating. Oh, yes. And, and the not, protein's key. You always told me that. Get yeah. your protein numbers. It's so important. It's my favorite it's thing to say. Why it's three points if you... <laughs> Well, I don't know if I'd agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you have the most insight. I did my recon yesterday, but how would you consider macro tracking different than the Weight Watchers system? That is an excellent question. Thanks. um, Can I start with the similarities? Sure. Can I not answer your question? I'm going to be a politician now. I'm going to answer my question with a question. You know, how do you find a difference? <laughs> I, um, the, the mechanism of tracking, if you're tracking whatever your end usage is, if it's my fitness pal, a macro app, um, a journal, Weight Watchers app, that felt the same. I was already used to paying attention to what I was eating. I think it's very easy to um, slide on Weight Watchers because the points are great. You know, it's like banana. You know, I loved your mom's post the other day. She was weighing everything. She was mad at the protein bars because they were different sizes. And I get it, mom. I. <laughs> but you you put that in and you think it's like, well, this this thing is two points. So I'm going to that's fine. And then I'm going to take this uh, bowl of grapes and that's zero points. And there's awareness, but not um, education in, in a sense. With the macros, I found myself measuring more. I, I don't weigh my protein bars. I will admit that. I, don't, I go by the wrapper on those. It really just depends on how serious you want to get about it. I applaud it. I think I actually started thinking maybe I should. I just to see. Um, I was but, there before wedding, but not anymore. <laughs> well, and that's this right. There's a time when you, you kind of can play with what your your goals are in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think though I had no idea what the carbs meant. I had no idea that carbs and fat were interchangeable. Or that, you know, you, you could really go under one day and have a choice to, do, do I make it up the next day or do I spread out that makeup and not have it as impactful the rest of the week? Um, 
the I think what happens to a lot of people who hit their ceiling on Weight Watchers, from what I've heard anecdotally, is you get into that weekend rut, right? So you're good, 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 good. All of a sudden, you cheat really high, but that that extra outdoes what you've done throughout the week, and that's for me why I hit that plateau. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how to uh, cheat a cor- without like just diving off a cliff. Yeah. It's all about averages. Yeah. Everything is your weight, <laughs> how much yeah. you eat. <laughs> I just explained that to a client the other day. Cause like their, their weekday was like 1600 calories. And then their weekends, they were still tracking, which a lot of times when some people go off on the weekend, they don't even track it, which I'm glad that they were at least tracking it. That's good. That's but good. <laughs> um, it was like 2,000, 1,900 calories. And I'm like, that's not quite how it works. You got to keep it consistent. If you want to eat more on the weekend, cut down a little bit during the week and it'll all even out. It will. I mean, I, I knew it was working and I was really into it. Um, right when COVID started, uh, had started the month before, actually, we had gotten back from Sugarbush and I was like, all right, it's good time. Like we need to, we need to lock this in. And so I had enough of a starter pack with the macros and then COVID hit. And my husband decided I'm going to learn how to cook all the things I've ever wanted to eat in life. Perfect. And his goal In addition to the sourdough starter that the entire world was doing, he's like, I'm going to perfect carbonara. I was like, challenge accepted. You let me know when and where. And we were eating carbonara once. We still eat it like every other week. It is delicious. delicious. (laughs) And I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that I was losing five pounds a month and still able to enjoy a bowl of carbonara, two cups of pasta, pancetta, the whole kit and caboodle and two glasses of wine and still uh, lose that weight and enjoy life like that. And I was like, this is sustainable. This is something that, you know, I don't feel deprived with. Right. Thank you for that. That was such a life changer. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm glad I could be of assistance. (laughs) Any, anything for the pasta, right? (laughs) Anything for the pasta. I mean, maybe you should have just stuck with Weight Watchers because <laughs> right, it's it not free. Whole grain. <laughs> it doesn't count toward anything. So, <laughs> um, so is there anything else that you noticed was like a big difference? Depends on when and where in the journey you are. I think. There's a, um, you know, if you're new to the journey, if you're figuring it out, um, you know, you, you, it, Weight Watchers work then. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like if macros was introduced to me back then, were you doing macros back in 2014? When did macros come into your life? Um, I mean, I think I've, I started doing it right before I met Brian I believe oh so like six years ago 
So it wasn't when I first started. Okay. I was still a meal plan hopper at that point. You were. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and Erica. Yeah. Cooking Which, on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was fine, but, you know, didn't last. <laughs> um, And then I switched over to that. And, uh, yeah. And I think I'm sure you started seeing me doing it then. Yeah, I think so. Did you, how, did, think, how were you introduced to macros? I think just through social media, like YouTube videos and Instagram and stuff. The funny thing is <laughs> I used to see like uh, competitors, like bikini competitors and like coaches post about it being like, this is the diet you have to try. Like this will get you the results that you want and being like, that's stupid. I'm not trying that. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What are even macros? I'm not tracking all my food. <laughs> I don't even know what made me want to try it, but I did. And uh, clearly I'm converted. So, And and spreading the word. Successfully. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember, I remember when you started out, I was asking, you tried to explain it to me. And I think I was like uh, knee deep invested in Weight Watchers. And I, it was like you were talking, speaking a different language at the time. <laughs> I probably had two hours of sleep. Charlotte was teething or something was going on. But um, I, it, it was such a foreign concept. It was almost for somebody who never thought about food to then have to think about food. It might have been too far of a leap at that point in time. Yeah, that makes total sense. And it was... Weight Watchers is like, we're going to make it easy for you. Here's some fun badges you can win. And, here, you know, like that, that, they, that sense of community. I was into the blog. You find people that who are struggling with it. But to have the coaching network, to have that, that network with the tool, um, I, I think it's very, very special. But the, the lack of education because it's not, you can't always weigh your food. There will come a time we can go to restaurants again and it's going to be delightful. And we're going to go out and we're going to, you know, do the best we can to portion size it. And I'm speaking for me, Brett, tell me what you're going to do in this moment. I'm very curious. Um, my macros are probably be close when I log them after I get home. Or if I pre-plan, if I look at the menu and can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Weight Watchers, it was just like, ah, I'm writing this off. This is this is all my activity points are going here. <laughs> I mean, what do you, how do you do that yeah. when you go out for dinner or something? I, I mean, what I tell my clients is, and this is what I've done, is like just guess as close as you can. Like if you really want to get serious about it, you can try and look up the stuff on the internet, like Google the restaurant their meals like chains usually have their nutrition which is really helpful um so that's a really great way research it before you go in that way you're not hungry or like when you're there and hungry you're not looking at the menu and like i want everything on here take the less (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that planning helps in that sense um but it also helps you stick to your numbers much easier um but then i also give a resource Like, I always joke, I don't expect you to take your scale to a restaurant. Like, just imagining that makes me laugh. So, um, 
I give them a resource of like hold a hand. On, hold dry. on, honey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I just want to get yeah. and see how much the carpaccio weighs. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I need to weigh this chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I give them a resource that like their hand, like your palm is usually about three ounces of protein. So I give them a little hand guide and like, I'm like, just kind of glance over at your food and be like, oh, this looks like this much and then put it in. And I also say that you should break it up. Like if you're having pasta with chicken, type in the pasta, how much you think it is, put that in. Don't try and like search the full meal because that's just going to be frustrating and there's going to be tons of different options that are different numbers you'll get the best numbers by breaking things apart that's smart i do remember yeah. you telling me that i do that um, i i you know sometimes if we have like salad night or do salad or crazy with leftovers there's literally like 20 items under my dinner list yeah yeah i mean it's just the easiest Half way to get bell it in pepper. yeah Two ounces of- <laughs> <laughs> exactly i do that when i get poke bowl I just break it up and then I save it in my fitness pal as a a meal. So the next time I usually get the same thing, then I just put it in there. I already know. I think my other favorite thing is the snack game has been elevated. (laughs) In what way? Well, so (laughs) there's a few ways because before when like free points, fruit's great, but it's not everything when it comes to snacking. It's not. So, um, built bars, game on. Mm-hmm. The, um, the pumps need to be regular and not just limited offerings. That Did you get the offer. coconut ones? Yes. And of course I reordered. Good. Oh yeah. WGAF code entered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little promo right here. If you want 10% off your built bars. Click the link. Is that what goes or it doesn't go over there? I think it's down. It depends on where I post it, honestly. It could be in the bio. could be anywhere. <laughs> Take whatever one works. Either way, if you type in the code WJF, you'll get 10% off your built bars, You're- which are delicious. They're like... like- Yep. They're like candy. Char goes nuts over them. We, after her riding lesson, you know, there's always snacks in the bag. And I was like, you want a brownie? Because I don't tell her the protein bars. Yeah, don't oh, tell I her. The brownie one. So, you know, so th- that's been really good. I also um, love the Quest chili lime chips. Oh, yeah. Erica got us on those, huh? That was a good one. That was a good call, Erica. Brian sits down with his big old bag of Doritos. And then I might grab a couple because that's delicious, but I really like <laughs> the slime ones. Yeah, that's good. I, make, I think I made nachos out of the tr- cheddar ones. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. a good idea. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Got to get crafty with it. It is. And ice cream. Like I, that is, that is my, I love ice cream. All types of ice cream. And, and I had ice cream. Uh, a lot and I was able to you know you just measure it out know what you're working with so yeah snack game I feel like that's good I feel like I'm eating more too in a different way everyone says that (laughs) I there's this conception I was even talking about it with my dad the other day like there's 1200 calorie mythical like goal for when you're losing weight I was like that's no that's not enough so 
you know, 1700, right now, 1758. But again, That's I don't good. watch the calories. I, I watch the big three and then the mm -hmm. calories typically fall in line. And that's the magic, how you can focus on the big three and all of a sudden the calories just line up. I know it's wild. And by the way, by the big three, she's talking about protein, carbs, and fat. <laughs> Just to clarify, I guess that's the nickname they have now. <laughs> I that's what I've been calling them. I, I love it. <laughs> I, I'm stealing it. So <laughs> go for it. It's yours. Take it. Well, I don't yep. know, do you still use my fitness pal or what are you tracking in? Avatar? Yeah, no, I use my fitness pal because I just feel like they have the most comprehensive library. Mm. I get frustrated having to type too many things in. Although I always say that you should double check anyway, because sometimes when you scan on MyFitnessPal, it's not always the same. Either the nutrition label changes or somebody put it in wrong. I always yeah. do a double check. Yes, definitely double check. Yeah. And, and you know, the other thing I learned too, um, booze, booze is tracked differently. Weight Watchers booze, versus macro booze is not the same either. Oh, really? What, what do they do for booze? They do points, but it almost was like, it's been a while. Don't quote me on this. And they change their points every so often. Um, I think when I was doing it, it was like light beer, two points. Mm. So it was like, I could have a protein shake or a Corona light. <laughs> Well, it, it, <laughs> but also a pound of chicken and that didn't count. It really intuitively, I started to question, you know, flat earth. Like there was a lot. That was, uh, you know, no, hearing, it, hearing those things kind of like hurt me. They make my brain twitch. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the fact that you could have protein the most important thing ever or a beer that has zero value to you in any way but it was only two points so <laughs> i mean that's it's really what the the mental trade-off was when you're trying to make the good choices with your allotted bank as opposed to actually understanding what you're eating and what it meant for your body and i also think over time with that too, I was able to find that certain things just made me feel better. They, you know, it, I was recovering better from workouts. I was sleeping better at night. So probably also because I mean, over the span of it, like to hit a hundred pound weight loss is a lot. And, mm -hmm. and it was not done overnight. It was done over six years and it, it was definitely like this we're currently here I know we're going to go like this again soon like it's it's just the rhythm but that to finally be able to listen to your body and say I feel strong when I do this I feel fit when I do this I also need a break and just want to relax and I'm okay with that you know I think macros because you're looking at food differently allowed me to be able to feel and listen to my body in a different way that I hadn't been able to do before. Well, that's great. I love to hear that. Thank you. I'm so glad that you joined the macro team. <laughs> oh, for life. 
be macros for life. <laughs> I love it. Do you think you'll ever go into, um, well, some people call it intuitive eating. I l- prefer to call it mindful eating because. Swear to God, I almost thought you were to say something else. <laughs> So sorry. You said mindful eating. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> My apologies. Um, yes, mindful eating because so intuitive to me is like you're just listening to when you're hungry and that's when you eat. Uh mindful eating is like I know I need to eat probably this much protein today. So I'm going to make a point of including a good amount of protein in my meals and making sure I'm getting the appropriate amounts of carbs and fat in each of those and being mindful of it. So I feel like you probably did that already a little bit uh, over the last couple months yeah. when you took your break, but um, do you think that you would switch to that at some point? It's an intriguing approach. Uh clarifying question are you logging while you're mindfully eating or are Mm-mm. is it is it, it's just just going with the flow <laughs> have we met I don't do well with that uh... <laughs> so I've been attempting it for since like August what, tell, tell me what do you think I mean it's it's definitely hard yeah. right now like when you're first getting into it I'm so used to tracking and the control freak part of me just wants to put the numbers in and make sure that it's right <laughs> um but I also haven't like I'm I don't have like a serious goal right now and I'm just trying to like maintain yeah. and put on some muscle so I have to have a little bit of fat on me anyway mm-hmm. and be eating more Um, but my main focus is just making sure I'm getting enough protein, uh, and then kind of just being aware that I'm not eating an entire box of pasta by myself. Um, (laughs) so I mean, it's fine. I, I weigh, I went to the doctor today and I mean, it was after I ate and drank stuff already, but I'm at 140, which is the highest weight I've ever been. But I also... There's, I also don't look like most people would think 140 would look. So I know there's muscle that I've been growing and, um, I feel good. And when I do try to diet, I've have a couple times in this period just to see, I've realized that I hate feeling hungry. It's, I think that's a common theme. Yeah, it I'm really with you there. messes yeah. with me. Not and pleasant. I can't stick with it. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to focus on feeling good and being able to lift heavy weights mm-hmm. and making sure I'm trying to get more vegetables in. And that's what I need to do right now. I so. think that's wonderful. That's exciting. Yeah. Do you find that you carry out, carried over because you get into a pattern, right? You know, like I eat breakfast between this time and this time every day. And your body typically tells you now's time to eat, right? Or after you've worked out or you have your chunks where you eat. Did, 
did any of the tracking muscle memory carry over to the mindfulness or are you kind of like a different eating person now? I think it carried over for sure. Yeah. I, the, the whole mindful thing is like, I know after or before a workout, I should have at least 30 grams of protein. So whenever I do that, I make a point to eat either right before or right after my workout. And that's just part of the mindful thing. I know that's what I'm supposed to do. So that's what I'm going to do. But also paying attention to hunger. (laughs) And like, I've been trying to build my business. So it, I, I'm not always prioritizing food like I should. Like I get stuck in things and then it's the end of the day. And I haven't eaten that much, which I'm trying to get better at. But um, yeah, it's just like partially paying attention to your hunger cues, but also being aware of what you should be eating and what you have eaten throughout the day. Like I have a general idea of how much protein I've had at the end of the day. And if I think I need more, then I'll have a protein shake or something. I think that's smart. I think there's something to, especially like for me, one of the reasons I went on the vacation wasn't so much of, I don't want to diet. It was, I needed to remove one thing from my life that took up thought. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what I need to allow myself to take a break from is this every time I put something in my mouth or this in the morning game planning the day. And then readjusting at night for any changes that might have come our way, right? Like use best laid plans, but enough flexibility to to pivot if you have to. And so from what you were describing in my break, uh, there was a good part of that. You know, like I knew to set myself up for success, I had my breakfast plan for typically a protein shake and a built bar or a banana. Um, Really always protein heavy in the morning, typically because I work out first thing. So you know, getting that protein in with it. Lunch, uh, little turkey ham Sammy to go to the office <laughs> and, uh, and a snack and, um, and then dinner and dinner was always, you know, what's on the menu, hon? What are you cooking tonight? What's the new journey? And when I'm tracking and the biggest difference was I would typically be done then or have enough macros left over for like a little sweet bite because I do like a little dark chocolate at the end of the night or just, just a nibble. When I wasn't, there was more meats and cheeses after the kiddo went to bed, maybe a bigger bowl of ice cream. Like that's where we slid. And, um, but I was mindfully eating it, knowing that it probably was, you know, putting me over here and there and let's not do it tonight. Um, but yeah, there was a rhythm to it. Also, because I think if you're the type of person that's aware of your health and fitness, you also want a mental strength too. Yeah. The, you, you, the, the, the mental, the mind and body connection. Um, I'm, I'm learning in my wizard years, wiser years, <laughs> is, is so important. You have to t- get enough rest. You have to drink enough water. None of that all of the right eating, all of the right working out will be for not if you're not taking care of, of the brain too. Mm-hmm. Which I fall off at times. So um, 
it's just, it's been a year of growth, Sam. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was saying with like starting the business and everything. I have a lot of stress around that. And there was, I needed to, like you said, not do something (laughs) like something needed to be out of the brain and it was tracking macros. I was like, I got to try and do this on my own. I know it's possible. I have an idea of what's in food. And so we're just going to try it out. And I don't really care what happens. (laughs) So that's kind of the path I took. And with you you saying about drinking water, like at the end of the day, if I want a dessert, it's like, well, do I actually want a dessert? Like, am I hungry? Or am I just craving something sweet? Or did I not drink all my water for the day? Because, yeah, I'm hungry, but I also have a half gallon of water that I haven't drank. So that's probably it. It is. That's the thing. I'm I'm starting to challenge the initial thought. Mm-hmm. Not out of sense of deprivation, but out of a sense of, of just to understand it. Right? Like, I, I can tell right now, excuse me, I am thirsty. I did not drink enough water today. I, you know, and I don't, when I go to the office and which is lovely and I love it there, just, you have your mask on. I don't have this in front of me where I know if I drink four of these, I'm good. Five is really good. You know, I'm probably at three right now. I need to do another one of these before I go to bed. Um, yeah, the water's key. And, and asking yourself that, like taking, don't just do it because you're like, oh, I, I'm reaching for the Reese's and I'm going to grab this just because I want it. Challenge it. Pause for a minute. It's really hard. It Give is it very hard. Really hard. <laughs> Give it 15 minutes and then come back and be like, okay, I do really want that. Or, you know, half of that. Yeah. No, that's, that's the really hard part. And I feel like it takes a while to get into that mindset. Do you, uh, it's probably true, but also, (laughs) do you think that there are tiers to fitness as if it, I'm going to use like black belt and and karate as an example, right? Like you get started as your green belt and you're like, I, I don't know anything about this. I grew up in an era with you were dieting snack well cookies was the diet. This is, this, this is the late eighties, early nineties. It's diets was low fat. That was mm-hmm. the fad back then. So if you, you enter into it at snack well phase, like you got your green belt and then you go into Weight Watchers and you hit a plateau. And if you keep seeking and you're like, okay, then I want, you know, then I go macro and then I've gotten macro mastered so much. I can be mindful about it. Right? You're, you're the, the guru, the, the Zen yogi of fitness. Yeah. I, I also think like, how can you, how, how can I teach Shar these tools sooner? And, and it certainly doesn't make sense for a six-year-old to walk around tracking her macros. That is, I don't think that's something I want to encourage at that age, but what can I mindfully pull out of that practice just to instill those tools to her, to teach kids younger? Like, I, don't, I always wonder, like, what would it be like if I had those tools earlier on? No fault yeah. to anybody, school, parents, nothing. It's just like, it, it was a different era. Mm-hmm. 
I know, I don't remember learning. I mean, I'm sure they told us about protein, carbs, and fat, but I don't remember it being like helpful in this <laughs> to the degree well, where well, like, I was on I the knew. bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't corn. Like these are, eat this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like fruits and vegetables only. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, definitely taking a mindful approach to it and just kind of, I guess, starting to tell her what things are would probably be helpful. Like we're putting chicken on your pasta tonight because we have to make sure we're having protein and like just things like that. I think that will start to definitely help her understand. Um, And then maybe like an idea of portion sizes, like I said, the hand measurements would probably I don't know how that works for kids. I'm because the idea is our hands are proportional to how much we should be eating anyway. So it would be her hand size. Yeah. That's what I'm told. <laughs> that that in theory it makes sense. I mean, you know, if if we sit down with a bowl of pasta, we'll can come back to that analogy. You know, she has a much smaller bowl of pasta than we do. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not sitting down with the same size we have. She has at least probably half or less than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, restaurants kind of promote that, but not really. They have crazy proportions anyway. Um, So it's kind of hard to go with their sizing, but yeah, kind of just teaching her like, this is what a cup of nuts looks like or something like that like use your hand to measure it out and like make it like snack sized like get give it like fun names (laughs) yeah yeah. I think that kind of stuff would be helpful and then she'll just kind of know as she grows and gets older what appropriate portion sizes should look like do I know if it'll stick I don't know I don't think I would have cared that much in college honestly (laughs) DP dough girl, you gotta you yeah. <laughs> full boxes of pasta, DP dough, all oh. the things. And for those that don't know, Sam and I went to the same college. We do. Two years yeah. apart, but yes. <laughs> I do not feel like I should have a six-year-old and be middle-aged. <laughs> and yet here we are. Um, but I think it's really exciting though, because I've never felt stronger. I can, I have been told I would pass a Navy physical exam. Wow. Right. So that's pretty baller. Um, I, you would be so proud of me too. I've been tracking my workout and every time I get a PR, I put a little sticker on it. So this has been a good month. Wow. You got a lot of them. It was a good month. Yeah. So that's fun. I kind of, I like the metrics. I think that's one of the reasons I like the macros and I don't know if mindfulness would, would be a forever thing for me, but I, small incremental goals, milestones to get there. And that, you know, makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something when I can see that progress. Yeah, absolutely. With me, the point I'm at now, I feel like if I had a major goal that I wanted to reach or like something specific, I was working toward I would go back to tracking just to have yeah that it's it makes it easier for me it's it might sound like tracking everything is harder but I went I tried it like a couple months ago 
just to see how I would feel about going back into it. And it was like super fast. Like (laughs) it was like nothing. So I would definitely go back if there was something specific, but for now we're just sticking with it's nice just mindful, right? Just, yeah. Have you struggled at all with workouts? Did you go a period at all where you were like, you know, I'm just not feeling it. Um, not this past year before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like when I would, when I, um, started training again after Char, I think she was like two, when I, I wanted to do Weight Watchers a little bit, drop some weight, then figure out to how to work out again. <clears throat> and, um, I started, I only started once a week. It was very slow. And then I ramped up to, I was like, okay, I'll do once a week with the trainer. And then I'll do like a couple of walks around the neighborhood and, you know, strive for two, three days a week. And it was a very different type of workout. I I could barely do five pushups. I could, I know, drop to my knees. Um, And they they weren't very pretty pushups. then after a year, my stamina got better. I had dropped, I think like 30 pounds that first year. Uh, I could move my body again. Um, I was I was so big. I couldn't like, you know, that stretch where you pull your leg up into, mm-hmm. I couldn't grab my leg. Mm. I, I didn't have the mobility. Um, and once the, the physicalness started kicking in, I think it was a, it was a combination of, I was really frustrated because I couldn't move. So I, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be embarrassed. Um, but also it hurt. Like I was sore afterwards. Um, but bit by bit ramped up, figured it out. And, and now there are mornings. It's like, I, I'll get on the, if it's a cardio day, it's like, I'll get on the bike or I'll run. And I might run later in the morning than I would typically like to, but I still get it in because mm-hmm. I, I hear your voice in my head. Actually, it's like, just get started and just, you know, just move a little bit. And then after a few minutes, like, then you know, it's like, okay, all right, now I'm in it. I'm going. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot lately. I mean, I mean, people get caught up in things that happen in life and then it really, they get off track for like a week or two. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, they're like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I'm I'm gonna, I lost all my strength. I'm, (laughs) I don't, I'm scared like that. I'm not going to be as good at this stuff. And now I don't want to do it. So I was just curious if you had ever experienced anything like that. When I go, we didn't take a vacation this year. So typically I don't work out on vacations and when that type of, I'm afraid to get back into it, or I took this time off or I'm out of sync with it. When I do come back, definitely not as strong, Mm -hmm. kind of like awkward. How do you, how long do you feel like it takes you to get back into it? Like to feel like you're back at your strength and even maybe gaining strength probably a week or two. Mm-hmm. And if it happens to line up with restarting when like your cycle's coming around three weeks. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It always gets in the way. I, w- I asked to see how long you said, because I think people 
believe that it's going to take just as long as it took the first time. Like they're back at square one. It's the end of the world. They've ruined Mm -hmm. everything. And really it just takes a week or two to get back to where you were. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes people are even able to lift, start lifting even heavier, pushing even harder because they had that extra rest time. So you're not starting at square one. You're not losing everything that you've done just as you're not going to gain all the weight back mm-hmm. or you're not going to, um, or whatever your goals were, wherever you started from versus where you're going is it, it doesn't erase and negate everything that you've done. Yeah. I think that's a really important to hear. And I wanted people to hear it from someone other than me so that they believe yeah. that it's true. You're also working, a couple of your clients are new moms too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It takes nine months to make the baby. It's going to take more than a month to get back to something, semblance of your old self. It's it's nine months in, nine months out. Like, Yeah. And there's a lot of hormones changing in those months after. So that yeah. can have an impact on lots of things whether you're breastfeeding and um, how much you're sleeping with a baby. (laughs) There's so many factors that play into it. And I feel like I I love helping new moms, but I feel like they're some of my toughest clients too, because there's so many factors shifting Mm -hmm. at once and constantly um, that there takes a lot of maneuvering and testing. And I, I can see how they get frustrated when things aren't going as fast as they want. Mm -hmm. They're like, um, my, my body was supposed to bounce back after this baby came out. (laughs) So what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, listen, you got a lot going on. (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah. I think that the biggest step is for any new mom is, is taking that time for herself, right. To be able to do that. Um, I, I think you're, you're a perfect coach for new moms because of your, no, I mean, it's, it's, it genuinely your patience with your clients is that moms just need a safe space. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, spoiler, we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> no, it's all a wing and a prayer. So to somebody that's like, you're doing great. It's let's focus on this. Try this. Give yourself some slack. Like that's, that's important. Yeah. yeah. I had one mom message me today saying she put um, chicken on the grill for meal prep okay. and she was getting the kids ready. They had to go somewhere, Mm -hmm. go to gymnastics. Um, and then comes back home, chicken still on the grill charred. (laughs) And I was like, all right, well, I'm glad the house didn't burn down first of all, but also totally understand. I hope (laughs) you had something else to eat. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's not sweet. I feel that. (laughs) Right. So yeah, it's, 
it's a struggle. I'm like, just do what you can. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it really, and it it's kind of the first six months after the baby is just, you're, I have no words. It's exciting <laughs> and lovely and, and you, it's a wonderful time. And it's also, it's like a blackout. I, I could barely remember any of it, you know? Uh, and it's different for everybody. So yes, moms, give yourself some time, get your rest, do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Take care of yourself. As I always say, you can take care of others better when you take care of yourself first. It's well said, my dear. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I feel like maybe I get that from being an only child. I always take care of myself first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I feel like I can, I'm good at telling people how to do it. <laughs> I, thought, I, I love that you and Char are soul sisters like that. I just, yeah. Mary, she's like, well, I did what I needed to do. So what are you going to do now? <laughs> put your plate away thanks <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh it's it's a blessing and a curse really <laughs> mostly a blessing but yes mostly the curse is when I see myself talking back at me in a small body oh. going oh no oh yes. I did this <laughs> Uh, here we go again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's so funny Uh, all right well I should probably go eat (laughs) I'm gonna go drink more water great I love that thank you so much for coming on my first podcast video thing I don't know I'm sure I'm gonna post this on YouTube but I don't even have a podcast platform yet so (laughs) This is very exciting. I'm so yeah. happy to be part of the journey. Yeah, of course. You, we had talked about this for a while, so I'm glad we finally got it done, and we're gonna get the info out to the world. the The big three. The big three. The big three. Everyone's got to know about the big three. <laughs> Game changer. Yeah, it is. Oh, cool. You're the best. And hopefully I see you in like a month or so. I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.